Alrighty, hello everyone, and welcome back to the Reform Dissenters, the show where Reformed Christians dissent against popular ideas of culture by asserting a biblical worldview. My name is Bruce Johnson. I am joined today by my brother, Jacob Johnson. Hello. We are also joined by a very special guest today, comedian John Branion. Hey, it's great and to be here. We yeah, can. we're super excited to have you back. Uh, we chatted with you, what was it, three or four weeks ago back in Knoxville, Tennessee at the Fight Left Feast Conference, and that was just a hilarious 15 minutes. Super fun conversation, <laughs> for sure. We had a ball, didn't we? Yeah, yeah it was guys, yeah. It was wonderful. And, <laughs> so, then, and then we were on his podcast, which that, yes. that was an even better conversation, so... Yes, because he was in charge, and it, it was just infinitely better. Um, we have so. a storied history of interesting conversations, the three of us. <laughs> we do. Yes. <laughs> the saga continues. On to part yeah. three. Here we go. Um, <laughs> yeah. So today we are kind of continuing our series in building a Christian culture, and we are very excited to continue that series. So we're going to be talking more about that in a minute. But first... Don't forget, you can get in touch with us. It's not a one-sided conversation after all. We want to hear from you as our audience. Send us an email at trdshow at protonmail.com. We would love to hear your thoughts and comments on our content and new ideas that you have. What are some things you'd like to tell us? Send us an email at trdshow at protonmail.com. Also, check out our show website which is trdshow.net. It's in the description of wherever you are listening or watching us. And uh, you definitely, if you haven't checked out our show website, you are missing out on a lot of things. We have a lot of features there. We have a list of platforms that we're on. Um, you can follow us on social media. You can follow us on places that hate free speech or places that like the First Amendment. So follow us on all sorts of things. Don't forget to like this video because that really helps us as well. Our newsletter, you can sign up for is at trdshow.net slash newsletter. And you definitely do not want to miss that. Our mom does a wonderful job putting together content for that three times a week. And she just puts some great stuff in there. So do not forget to sign up for that newsletter. Um, and if you're ever in the unfortunate situation of forgetting to watch one or two of our episodes, that is just a great way to, to remedy that uh, very highly unfortunate situation. Um, so all of that is there. And today we are building, as I said earlier, this is our second uh, episode in our hopefully very long series of episodes over the next couple of months and hopefully years, uh, building a Christian culture. And so, obviously, we have a Christian comedian on the show today, which is very exciting, and we're going to be breaking all that down. But before we get into all that, we have to do what we always do, which is talk about our verse of the week. And our verse this week is Proverbs chapter 24, verses 5 through 6. And it says, a wise man is full of strength, and a man of knowledge enhances his might. For by wise guidance, you can wage your war, and in abundance of counselors, there is victory. And we've been talking about this verse all week, so we'll keep it short but sweet. Um, there's so much to talk about when you're talking about wisdom and the kinds of company that you keep. And a lot of times we see uh, keeping wise counsel keeps you on the right path. Keeping wise counsel will keep you from running into darkness. Keeping wise counsel will keep you upright and in a good relationship with God. But this verse takes us a little bit further than that. And what we see is keeping wise counsel not only keeps you on the straight and narrow, but keeping wise counsel can help you wage war. Keeping wise counsel 
having an abundance of wise counselors will give you victory. So it goes so much further than just you being right with God, but not taking part in the culture war, not actually building a Christian culture, not working for the kingdom of God, and certainly not having success. Now, if you have wise counsel, we're told here in Proverbs that you will have victory and you will successfully be able to fight the, the, the battle, fight the war that we're called to fight. And we'll have the strength to do that and we'll have the might required to do that. So again, if you missed our previous episodes, Monday and Wednesday episodes this week, definitely go back and check those out. Jake and I went into a lot more detail into this verse in those episodes. So go back and, and check those out if you missed them. All right, let's get into this content today. I am so, so excited. It's always fun chatting with John Brennan. Hilarious conversations. As always, if you missed our interview with him uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about, what was it, Halloween candy um, mm -hmm. and just a, a ton of awesome stuff. So mm -hmm. I, I'm super, super excited. So I'm going to pass it off to Jake and he's going to kind of lead us in our conversation today. Take it away. Yeah. And so real quick, uh, again, going that route of talking about Halloween, I had wanted to take this episode to talk about biblical Halloween and what that looks like. But being it's a couple weeks after Halloween, it seemed a little bit less of a top of mind conversation to have. So I have a different direction to go in. But real quick, I wanted to get your thoughts uh, on Halloween and should we work to redeem Halloween as a holiday, or should it be completely overhauled? What are your thoughts on that? On Halloween? Um, <clears throat> I'm not a person who thinks that Halloween is uh, intrinsically an evil holiday any more so than uh, any other holiday that, that people celebrate. Groundhog's Day, for example. You know, there's a lot of chicanery that takes place on Groundhog's Day that nobody seems to, there's all sorts of animal mistreatment and there's uh, <laughs> witchcraft and voodoo in that we mm. think that, you know, the animal's going to somehow prognosticate the future based on looking at its shadow. Right, and all right. of these things are occultic if we take them <laughs> to the extreme. And so personally, I don't, I don't think that Halloween necessarily needs to be uh, redeemed um, because as a, as a Christian person, I grew up and we, I guess, celebrated Halloween in that we handed out candy for trick-or-treaters and we went trick-or-treating ourselves. And there was never any sort of, uh, um, there was never any sort of uh, uh, witchcraft or, or mm -hmm. demonic Satan worshiping um, sort of things that we did. It was you, just you didn't put your, your candy in a, in a pentagram bowl. Like what's well, uh, <laughs> some of our neighbors did, oh. but there was always a, I, I don't know. I, I don't think, I don't think that personally that we need to get in an uproar about, uh, about Halloween. And uh, if 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 there are people who have their uh, a conscience that bothers them when it comes to Halloween, then you shouldn't then you shouldn't celebrate it. Um, you know, the scripture says that if you're if it's a matter of conscience, if your conscience is bothering you on something, then you need to pay attention to that and mm -hmm. not let not let some 
comedian talk you into something that uh, bothers your conscience. Well, John yeah. Brennan said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who, who cares? Who cares what I think? Um, <laughs> if the, if the spirit is guiding you to, to participate in some manner, um, or to not participate in some manner, then you should follow the spirit. That's, that's my two cents on Halloween. That's cool. Yeah, and I had hoped to take this entire episode talking about that very topic, but being that it's no longer Halloween, uh, I think... No, yeah, no. Um, I would like to go the route of talking about this type of Christian comedian culture. And real quick, I want to ask, how would you define Christian comedy? Oh, um... I don't think start you out with the easy question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think there is such a thing it, to be, uh, to be precise about it. He's the contrarian here. Yeah. Well, I, I understand the, the question and this is a thing that I've been talking about since I started doing comedy and I've sort of evolved in my thinking with, as I went along it's a convenient term. If you say, if you say Christian comedian, that communicates to the people in the church, the, your fellow believers, that you are yourself a believer. So that's what the term means. When you say Christian comedian, you're telling people, I am a comedian who has some Christian orthodoxy as a worldview. And so it's shorthand. And so I don't get upset when people say, Christian comedian or Christian comedy, but, but Christian is not really uh, a good uh, describer anymore because mm. there, because the term doesn't mean anything. You know, you have to, if I say, and, and the conversation that we're having right now sort of <laughs> bears that out. It's like, what does it mean to be a Christian comedian? Well, you have to ask, you have to ask me, what, do you, what does it mean to be a Christian? What is Christian comedy? And so we have to define the term. We have to define the term to have a conversation. And then the yeah. next comedian that you have a conversation with, you're going to have to have that person define the term as well so that mm -hmm. you understand what it is that you're talking about. And so it's, it's, it's helpful in one sense in that it sort of generally lets people know that uh, my comedy is going to have a Christian perspective on it, but it's not helpful uh, really for much else because we have to know what it means. What, what do you mean when you say Christian comedy? And it's the same way with music. What do you mean by Christian music? Well, what is Christian music? Well, every person that you ask that question is gonna have a slightly different way of defining it. Generally, it means that the person performing the music has some Christian beliefs. But as far as what specific orthodoxies, what sort of specific heresies they hold on to, yeah, you, right. have to yeah. you have to flesh all of that out with each individual person. Yeah. So, I mean, my, like an offshoot question, I guess, that I would have on that same topic is what do you believe the goal of comedy is? So I think the the goal of what you're doing will kind of, change how you do the thing right if we believe our goal on earth is to make disciples of all nations and that is going to succeed we're going to succeed at that task 
then we're going to work hard no matter what to see that through. And the way that we work is going to look differently. So what is the goal of comedy? And maybe that will help answer maybe inadvertently a little bit more clearly, what is this Christian comedy, right? Right. Well, the goal of comedy is the, the superficial and obvious goal is to make people laugh. It's, <clears throat> it's to be humorous and to create levity. That's the probably the primary principal goal. But the secondary goal, and I think the two are, it's hard to know which one comes first, is to speak truth. Um, comedy doesn't work unless it's true. Hmm. And so the, the goal that's equally important, if you're going to achieve the goal of making people laugh, you cannot do that unless you're saying something true. Now it can be exaggerated. It can be in the form of uh, satire, which is actually speaking the opposite of what is true, but, but people understand that it's satire. Everything about comedy has to be speaking some sort of truth. It's exposing some reality in uh the universe hmm. so that's the yeah. goal nice. it's it's almost it's almost as if it's another way of uh doing like a speech like you're giving a speech but mm -hmm. you're doing it in a funny way and giving people this funny nature to it um joyful nature to it um but i another question that i have is if if a christian was to go into the uh, comedian field how how might he want to differ himself from a secularist going into comedy uh how might that christian want to be acting how might that christian want to think how might that christian want to understand comedy and and not just the the basic of understanding of not using vile language something more than that how might they understand it Mm. Well, actually, this is a, a great time for Christians to go into comedy because the culture is terrified of speaking truth now. Oh, yeah. Uh, the culture is absolutely scared out of their minds. And that in, is including the comedians who historically their job has been to to question everything. To, to <laughs> right. mock everything. Nothing's you off know? limits. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If somebody says it's the sky is blue, the comedian's job is to come along and go, actually, and, uh, <laughs> and, and talk about why, why what you just said is incorrect or why there's another perspective. Yeah. But now, um, now everybody is afraid to do that because mm. any sort of uh, dissension uh, as you guys are aware, any sort of dissension <laughs> is viewed as hate. It's viewed as intolerance yep. is viewed as bigotry. Um, yep. and it is, and it is shut down. It is, yeah. it is canceled, not by the majority, right. But just by a very few, a very few yeah. loud, uh, doers of, of evil. And yeah. so a Christian going into, to the comedy field now, um, all you have to do to be something of a sensation is just stand on a principle. Hmm. Um, just pick one. Just pick a principle, stand on that, and say, this I believe is true. Um, and, and you will 
you will be attacked. You you hmm. will you will find them with pitchforks and torches <laughs> at your door. Wow! Because you had the audacity to plant a flag and yeah. and to put your feet down and say, "This is where I stand, and I'm not going to to budge from this." So, um, what is the flag that you planted? What's the principle you're you're standing on? Oh, there it's. I, I, there are several. The the primary one is that. Uh, that God determines um, all of reality, hmm. and no way. That, what? Yeah, it's, it's completely. <laughs> there are rules. This is that, that God has determined that there are rules, and we are supposed to live a certain way, and certain ways of living are right. And here's the one that gets you in trouble: certain ways of living are wrong. Like it is, it is incorrect to assume, for example or to claim that you are now a woman. You were born a male, yep. but now you are you have transitioned into a female. That so is you just went there. We just got this video incorrect. taken down by YouTube. So thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. Really appreciate that. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> That'll There's be no no such... video number four. So thanks for the... Uh... <laughs> no such thing as bad PR. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Say, say hello to Gab TV. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that that's it. There are there are so many just just being a New Testament believer, just believing that the Bible is God's word, uh, believing that it's better to uh, be married. It's it's better to have loyalties than to be an individual. Uh, it's better to be in a community, which is kind of what you guys are talking about. It's better to be in a community than it is to be, you know, a rugged individual. Um, it's better to follow the rules of the group rather than to make my own rules. Those, all of those things are extremely offensive to say, but yeah, that's um, what I think. And really like when you, when you stand on your flag and you stand on your position and people start insulting you, do you think that it's uh, a help for people to, in, to insult you for then you to then use those insults as another like content for like, Oh, look at this. This is funny that this person said, Question. and yeah. Mm -hmm. And just using their insults as another funny thing and laughing at their insults. Yeah. Well, that if, if you lean into the insults um, and if you acknowledge the insults, particularly the ones that are, that are true, sometimes somebody will come up with an insult that's genuinely funny. And, uh, and if you acknowledge that and lean into it, it, it absolutely disintegrates them because they have no sense of humor themselves. Mm -hmm. And so if I, I do have a sense of humor. And so I recognize when things are funny, even if they're at my you expense, do, really? Wow. Yeah. Even <laughs> if they're at my expense and that's the yeah. key. Yeah. So if like, if you have a, if you take a great shot, you know, I'm going to go good, good for you. That was, that was a good, that was a great shot. Um, <laughs> but the people who don't have a sense of humor can't do that. And mm. so, um, yeah, if you, if you are taking heat for what you believe, odds are not very often, are they going to be funny? Most of the time they are just hostile. And there's a reason why hell is a place where there's gnashing teeth. <laughs> and that's because, because there's no joy there. And so mm -hmm. people start gnashing their teeth before they actually arrive uh, in hell. But every once in a while, 
you know, if you if they're having a good time and you lean into it and enjoy it with them, um, it completely disarms them. Yeah, you can't you cannot heckle a person who refuses to take themselves seriously. You just <laughs> you, you can't. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and a huge part of that too is is humility and understanding the God that we serve and understanding that well, ultimately, you know, you can say whatever you want to me, but that it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. And, and that's something that's so rare to find today too is that humility to take that and say I, I really don't care what you say about me. Like, <laughs> doesn't change the fact that these things are true, um, because the God that I worship and the King that I serve has all authority in heaven and on earth. So be right. that. <laughs> you know? right. Well, when you do care, and, and this is what social media is all about. This is this is where the culture has been going since before you guys were born, actually. <laughs> um, th that there has been a, a desire in Western culture, certainly in the United States, to be famous. Um, mm. And when social media came along and gave everybody a platform, and, 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 and now we started <laughs> yep. to see we started to see influencers. Um, it used to be that there were celebrities, that they, they, these were movie stars and everybody wanted to be a movie star. Everybody looked at movie star, but of course you couldn't because there was just a very few little platforms out there. You had to go to Hollywood and you had to get a break and, and somebody had to make, help you become a star. You couldn't do it by yourself. And there wasn't room for everybody. Everybody couldn't be a star. Well, then there, then, television kind of came out or radio was first and then television came out. And so the media gave platforms to a very few people, but then the social media came along, the internet came along and now everybody, literally everybody can have a Facebook page or a Twitter or a, a YouTube channel or all of the above. Everybody can have all of these, these platforms. And Unless you, have you descend, then they take down your YouTube channel. But you, you well, know. yeah, to to a <laughs> right to a degree, you do. There's there's still right, gatekeepers. Right. There's still gatekeepers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the but the illusion <laughs> is that hey, if you set up a YouTube channel and you start producing content, then you'll also have a million followers. We can all have a million followers. <laughs> we can all we can all have ten million. We can all be Lady Gaga, you know, and we can have tens oh, of millions of people. Yeah. following yeah. us and that's the illusion yeah, and yeah. so there yep. are that is where that's where everybody wants to be there are people now um your age and and a little older who who honestly think that they should be able to make a living just playing video games all day long and talking about it and yeah, why yeah. do they think that because there's people who make a living playing video <laughs> games and talking about it yeah and so we have become a, an entire nation of people who are not interested in developing a community. We're not interested in, in spending time with our, with our families. We're not interested in, in uh, volunteering uh, to do something civic or at, at church. We don't want to do that. Why? Well, because there's not a platform. You know, no one's going to see us. No one's going to acknowledge us. If yeah. I go and volunteer at church to help, you know, mow the yard or to, to, to volunteer to help teach a vacation Bible school class, whatever it is I'm doing, there's no yeah. platform there. That's a really you know, good that's, point. that's not going to that's not going to get any attention. Yep. And everybody wants attention. Everybody mm -hmm. thinks that they deserve attention. Why? Yeah. Well, because this person has it. 
This person has it, and I'm just as good and just as important, just as talented. They're no, they're no better than I am. So I should have what everybody else has. And yeah. that's where there, it's, it's led to a lot of depression and a lot of anxiety and a lot of yeah. uh, unhappiness because the truth is it's still, there's still only room for a very few people. We don't, right. we don't need a hundred million YouTube influencers. We don't need that many influencers. Yeah. And, and so, so there it is. The truth, the truth yeah. is yeah. most <laughs> of us are not going to be household names. But yeah. we've got social media and we've got influencers who are telling us, oh, yeah, you can do what I do. You can have you can have tens of millions of people. You just got to buy my book and follow my steps and get an email list and and tweet funny <laughs> things and take yeah. great pictures. And yeah. it'll all happen for you. And, and, it a, won't. and a huge, yeah, huge issue with that is what is their, again, going back to what is their end goal, you know, like. I know in the in the Christian community, we've been having a lot of discussions lately, and cross politic, they've mentioned this a lot. Is we we need we need more Christian, not influencers, but Christian people producing content on a variety of topics, because our our goal in the end is not to influence in that way and to to make ourselves more famous and to you know garner more support for ourselves and our own ideas. But the, uh, the, the, the principles behind what we do as Christians is to glorify God. So the focus right. is different and we, it changes the way that we do things, the way that we market, the way that we produce our content. You know, we focus people less on us and more on the content itself, which should be centered around the word of God, um, which is the goal of, of the content. So yeah, sure. like with our, with our show, we're always trying to push people, hey, Buy these books for yourself. Study this for yourself. You know, do your own research. We list all the links to everything we talk about in our descriptions. So check it out yourself. Don't just take our word for it. You know, like when so it's less. Go go ahead. When we when we first started the show, we we kind of like Bruce and I and the the other person who was on our show, Joe. We all kind of sat down and talked to each other about. So these are a few questions that people would probably ask us, <clears throat> and one of them is why should we listen to you over anybody else? And we kind of came to the conclusion that you shouldn't. You shouldn't. <laughs> we are here to show you what to do yourself. We're here to say, hey, go do your own research. And by the way, here's something maybe you should look at specifically. Here's something here's that's going on in our ask. culture. Yeah. yeah. And, and Or so, here's and a comedian you should look into. You know? Yeah. Like... Yep. <laughs> Definitely that. Um, yeah, <laughs> definitely yeah, that. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you have, if, if you have a, a a platform, and and let's just let's just talk frankly for a minute here. Suppose you guys do this podcast, um, and you you work your little selves into a into a frothy frenzy every single week, <laughs> and you put out content, you know, and you're and it's good content, and you you edit video, and you edit all the audio, and you get everything, and it's a lot of work. I do I do a podcast, and I do a weekly streaming thing, so I know it's a lot of work. What if after the end of a year, you have a regular uh, download count of ten on a <laughs> for each of your episodes? You get ten downloads on your episode. Yeah. That's going to have an impact on your, on yep. the way you think about this, it's going to, you're going to start to ask some questions. Yep. Am I doing 
the the best thing that I can do with my time. Yeah. And and you're going to and then you're going to have that voice that says, "Well, what if there's just one person that's being positively affected and it's making a <laughs> real difference in their life? What if there's just one person? Is that enough people to continue to do the thing?" Mm. And I would say that that attitude is what all of us should have in our in our ministry we're all we're all in some sort of a ministry every christian is a minister in some capacity and so if rather than thinking like influencers if you if we think like people who are part of a smaller community and we just acknowledge and expect that our community is going to be smaller in other words our platform is going to be smaller if we go into it knowing you know what if i have direct influence and i have a meaningful influence with just 10 people but it's meaningful you know they're they're actually being affected and they're affecting me and we're generating a sort of a a forward momentum whatever it is we're speaking the truth and it's all going to the glory of god is that going to be uh satisfactory to me and and if it's not, I would submit that I need to spend some time in prayer and I need mm. to spend some time asking the giver of all good things to humble me a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Right? Mm. Because the yeah. idea that that I deserve more right. people listening to me <laughs> is a very it's a very dangerous thing for me yeah. to think. Um yeah, absolutely. because I've thought it. I thought, you know, why isn't my platform as big as John Chris? Why isn't my platform as big Hmm. as Tim Hawkins? Don't I deserve that many people? And when I put it like that, when I started thinking about it like that, I went, I need to be more grateful and more thankful for the people Hmm. that, that do appreciate what I'm doing. And I need to spend less time coveting what Hmm. other people have. Yeah, and, and more yeah. time just pouring into the tribe, the community. Yep. yep. However big it is that I have. Yeah. Well, this has been phenomenal, and we really, really appreciate your time uh, coming on the show to chat with us. Unfortunately, that's the half hour mark. I can't believe it went so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it always does. That's because I don't know how to shut does. up. <laughs> us either. So you're in good yeah. company. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we we really appreciate it. And uh, looking forward to having you on the show again sometime in the future. Where can people go if they wanted to, you know, just get some good laughs from John? Uh, TimHawkins.net. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great place to get laughs. Uh, you can go to John Chris website, too. That dude's funny. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, those are options, I suppose. <laughs> not exactly what i was fishing for but Mm. you know (laughs) my website's johnbrandy.com johnbrandy.com you can come and find find me send me a note sweet that would be awesome and and you also do a podcast right i do uh the comedian next door is uh is on uh itunes and all those places also on the flf network the the fresh episode is on the fl fight laugh feast network and you can download that one. The, the ones on the other, the ones on the other platforms are a few weeks behind. 
<laughs> Love it. <laughs> nice. Nice. Awesome. Well, thank you again so, so much, John, for joining us. And thank you all as our audience for joining us, uh, watching us, or listening to us today. Don't forget, go to trdshow.net. That's our show website. Go to John Brennan's website, johnbrennan.com, and that's all A's, no O's. <laughs> um, no O's. And uh, send us an email at trdshow at protonmail.com. We would really love to hear your thoughts on what we've been talking about today. And remember, everyone, in all that you do, do it as unto the Lord.